everybody, and welcome back to the Chiluminati Podcast, episode 197. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Mike Martin, joined by the Max and Ivan of LA, Alex and Jesse. Don't know who that is. Is that I'm like Ivan a... for sure? They're a British comedy duo known collectively as Max and Ivan, and they are the creators, writers, and stars of the BB4, a BBC Radio 4 series, The Casebook of Max and Ivan. When Dean shakes his head, like, I don't know, bro. That's how you know this is a deep cut. This feels like contemporary. Yeah, they're pretty good. The 2007 to they started in 2007. Max and Ivan, I thought was going to be like Russian propagandists. No, without anything, uh, I'm Ivan. Without any, I just, I'm looking at pictures of them. Yeah, I'm more okay. of a Max. Yeah. I believe well, that. Well, it was going to be that or it was going to be Cannon and Ball, but I feel like we did Cannon and Ball before. Cannon and Ball is just all. two items. That's not. And, 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 and so definitely like someone should talk to them about their marketing. They should be called Cannon Ball. Why are we Cannon and Ball? I understand you're two different people, but you could have just been like, we're Cannon Ball instead of we're Cannon and Ball. I, I don't know. I got I, I have no opinion. I don't know. Someone send them this podcast. That's free. That's on me. You can take that Cannon and Ball. Max and Ivan do South by Southwest, so I guess they're international performers. You could start making these up at any point, and I would be like, yeah, that's me. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe. I'm not saying I won't make something up at some point, and I won't tell you when it's going to happen, and we'll see what happens. Okay. Next week, it's going to be like Glinkus and Minkus. I'm definitely Glorfus I'm, and I'm definitely a Glinkus. If you, you're definitely Glinkus Minkus, and Minkus and I'm definitely are Glinkus. like two characters from Boy Meets World, I think. Farkas and Glormy Gorfus. <laughs> I'm Farkas and you're Glormy Gorfus for sure. Yeah, please. Yeah. I can tell. Dingleberry and the Hop Master. Uh, I'll be Dingleberry. You're the Hop Master. I'm the Hop Master. That yeah. checks out. Yeah, yeah. this is easy. Yeah. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, but you know, mine are all factual. They are people who exist. Eh. Eh. Well, they, I want I to mean, believe. Truth. They live in. If they're from the UK, are they real people? <laughs> I want to. I believe. want to believe. What? Yeah. Matt has no idea what that means. He has no idea. No. I want to believe. I know that's a poster, right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. X Files. Got it. Thank you, producer Dean, <laughs> for giving me some hand signals. Uh, mm-hmm. Guys, I know we got an episode to go into, and I know you got to pitch your Patreon stuff, but I just need to. I need to talk about this because it's just been crazy for the past two weeks. Aliens and ghosts for me, in particular. I need to update <laughs> you boys on some weird shit that's been happening in my Aliens life. And ghosts in, in your life? Yes. Yes. It's driving me nuts. So I texted you boys about that other thing. Yes. Uh, uh, pause. I'm gonna, time out, time I'm, gonna, out. I'm going to tell the story and clarify so people fully understand. Right. No, 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 no. Before you do any of this. And it all can be explained as something else. I'm not saying it is. I just want to put them out there, Jesse. Right. right. No, no. Uh, of course. I'm not even. I wouldn't even disparage you, my man. I don't want to hear this. I want to hear the story. That's I'm why, simply That's asking. why you're the Max and... Alex is the Ivan. I'm Ivan for sure. Right. I mean, obviously, but I uh, no, I'm not going to like give you a hard time. I just want to know how high were you during this time period? Uh, okay. So actually for the, the, the store, the star in the sky, not at all. I'll explain why I was. Unfort- that could be a problem. I mean, that could be the problem, but all right. Uh, for the weird things that have been happening around the house on and off, it's been little weird things that can be like, I'm high nothing, for some nothing of it. Above baseline. Not high. Nothing above baseline. Nothing above baseline. Oh no, nothing above just baseline. Just high as high. you always are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, and thank you to Patreon.com for allowing me to live a life fully uh, in, uh, influenced by weed. So the first one, I told you guys this in the text. I just got to get it out there. Uh, oh, God. I, was, I was driving. Well, I, I was driving home from seeing some people who let's just say if I was high while seeing them, it wouldn't go over well out here in the wonderful state of Texas. Gotcha. Gotcha. And we're driving home and uh, I was just chilling, looking at I was a passenger, not driving. So you're not. So, you know, I'm not 
supposed to be paying attention to the road. I'm just looking up at the sky because one thing about Texas that I do like, one of the few things, is the night sky is gorgeous. It's fucking Big gorgeous. Big sky country. It is beautiful all the time. And I was looking out the front window and I just saw this like orange light that I thought was a star because, you know, Venus and uh, Jupiter, Venus and Jupiter, yeah, have been very visible lately, especially up there. Um, and so I thought it was just that. And I was looking at it and I maybe looked at it for two seconds before it didn't like disappear. It didn't like zip away. It like dimmed like someone took, you know, those dimming like controls on the side for a room and like dimmed it to off. It went sure shoop, and just just disappeared. It was a cloudless night. It wasn't like raining. Now, when you now, just for the people at home, really quick, you went shoop like a like a but like a like a circle wipe. Like did it like did it close like that? Did it like envelope shut? Yeah, it went in from all sides. It went from in from all sides. It kind of like like into interesting. Itself. Okay, and it just was gone. And I don't. It could be maybe it was like a meteorite in the sky or something. Maybe it was like I don't know. I saw it for two fucking seconds before it disappeared on me and looked weird. And I was genuinely was like, did you see that? Uh, and it was just, I don't know. Can't, it, it could be something completely natural, but it was like, you know me, man, I'm gonna get excited about that shit. And maybe it Let was a meteorite, but even if it was a meteorite, exa- that's the best you're ever going to get. That's fine. Yeah. Cause even if it was a meteorite, that's still fucking cool too. Yeah. You don't get to see that too often. But if anybody out there knows, like can like something hit the atmosphere or do something where it looks like a kind of, dims to off what if uh without leaving it didn't have a trail it wasn't moving it was stationary. what if you saw the last like five seconds of a flare that'd be cool i mean i was texas i mean i'd have to look at i don't think it was a flare because it wasn't red and it wasn't like you got the sense no that trail it was quite far away and, yeah it just looked like a star it looked like an orange star in the sky like that's all i can explain it didn't look closer than a star just it didn't like, like pulse yeah it wasn't moving like it didn't do anything other than just kind of behave strangely. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. It could be anything. Could be a drone. Maybe you're on the Truman show. Could be. I wonder if could. I mean, yeah, but it wasn't moving. So I don't know. Jesse, sorry. I feel like I cut you off. No, no. no. So I'm trying to find it right now. And I wanted to send it to you earlier this week, but I was like, I'll wait until the show. Okay. And now I can't find it. It's driving me crazy, but that's fine. Basically, there was a video that was doing the rounds earlier this week of a pilot being interviewed. And I'm not sure what show was on. I feel like it's probably Joe Rogan since that's all the clips that exist on the internet these days. Yeah, pretty much. But I, it was a pilot and he was talking about how uh, for years, he and his buddies, be it in the Air Force or just commercial planes, whatever, would purposefully fly weird patterns. Oh yeah, you told us purposely turn their lights on and off just to mess with people. And, mm-hmm. and they were like, so you're trying to be UFOs? He's like, oh yeah. No, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. It was stationary. It wasn't moving. And it definitely didn't have any blinking lights on it like a commercial plane that are all over the sky that I see all the time. It just was an orange light look that looked like a star. I'm not, it wasn't huge. Oh, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying what you saw was that. I'm saying, oh, now that I hear that, I'm like, I don't believe none of these UFOs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone all right. out there, everyone's <laughs> lying to everyone. I'm saying we got to call maintenance at the Mathis Habitat. And have them yeah, fix well, that was just on the road star somewhere, man. X9 30, 31 inside of his enclosure. So, you know what I mean? You, yeah. Well, the other the last thing I'll talk about is just like, you know how I had these little like weird events of things falling off the shelf and I just like it was infrequent. Yes. That hadn't stopped, so to speak. Like I just 
I can't tell if it's something what just you, like the what way is, what do you I think place the, What would you say the rate is? Like what, how how fast how it, often is this happening? I would say maybe once every week and a half to two weeks. That's pretty not good. Often. That's pretty good though. That's it's not like so you're looking at once maybe twice a month. It's regular. Um, you know what I mean. The last three things that happened to me, however, were way different than anything else. First, I was sitting on the couch playing a game or something, and I thought a cat jumped up behind me because you know when you feel the weight on a couch behind you and you kind of sink back. And you get used to what a cat feels like. I have two of them and they do it all the time. So I thought it was just one of my cats. I turn around or pet it. and There's nothing there. Uh, no cat is nearby. And I look at it and Jess looks at me super confused. And I'm like, did you did a cat jump up here? She saw nothing, felt nothing. And she's like, no, I'm like, all right, I swear I felt it. Then I saw two things the past four days. And it's been very weird. And again, one of those situations where. I don't know what else like it could be something maybe just my brain playing tricks on me but it's the first time I've seen something physical twice so I was leaving my office after playing my night like my hour of chaos gate that I've been playing every night lately um I was I I got up I took my headphones off I put them on my mic and I turned toward the door and I saw what I thought was the back half of one of my cats blaze who's a black cat zip out the room there were lights on I had a light on over here and there was the hallway light on uh so it wasn't just pitch black and I was like, oh, Blaze. And I saw, and Ollie followed me because Ollie was with me. And I went around and there was no Blaze. And I was like, maybe he ran down the stairs. I went downstairs and he's dead asleep upside down in a ball. And I'm like, what? Are, okay, weird. Maybe he was but faking it. Maybe. Yeah, I that mean, is very textbook, more impressive than if there was a ghost, honestly. Textbook shadow person though, right? Uh, yeah, but it, was, it looked like a cat. It was very weird because then the same thing happened again as I was sitting on the couch in my living room. And I turned my head. But this time, I'm just seeing, instead of just seeing a back half, I thought I saw Blaze run into the bedroom like he always does. And I was like, oh, all right, see ya. And I turned to the kitchen where I was going. And there's Ollie, my other cat, sitting in front of where the litter box is. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? And he's not letting Blaze out. And so Blaze is right there. He's like guarding Blaze. So it was another one of, and that was the last one. And then I haven't had anything happen since. No, and that was, I would say that's been four days now since that one, or three days since that. So can that. I ask you a question then? Like a, like a pretty, you know. Am I, was I, so are you, I stoned? Are, no, no, no. Are you leaning towards my cat has psychic powers or there's a ghost no. cat? <laughs> if, if the option is one of the two, I'm going to go with ghost cat. Yeah. Because this neighborhood has, this, this neighborhood has so many fucking cats. Is there any everywhere. way that you can like, has anybody lived in your house recently that's had a cat? Not Reese. Well, before me, apparently just a dude and his wife, but I don't know anything about them. Like all I know is they didn't take their Christmas decorations down and they got in trouble by the HOA. You should see if there's a black cat in that house. I, I mean, you know, I don't know. Again, that could be the beginning like, of your the ring right there. Mathis. But it's your typical like, I don't know if it's really what I got, if that's really what it was or if it's something that my my eyes were adjusting or something, and it quickly like did that brain thing where it just tried to make something logical. I definitely happen. had those I things don't know. happen. Yeah, I just I had to know. get that off my chest. I just it's weird. Uh, and uh, I, if it's a cat, I'm down. I'm down to be haunted by a ghost cat. Uh, but if it's if it's drugs, then I'm gonna have to get more of them yeah. because they I've never seen ghosts doing drugs before. So you know that's fun. Weed lets you see the drugs, everybody. <clears throat> experiences at any cost experience at any cost you know I, as far as the thing in the sky i'm more apt to say that's maybe just like a sky anomaly didn't i just feel caught you, the were, tail you didn't end get of. the like the the back of the neck prickle that you saw an alien i got really excited <laughs> and it was really weird but it didn't do anything other than van if i could if i had seen it move even for half a second before it went away you weren't even then maybe that it was an alien yeah i yeah. i it was just one of those things where it's hard to explain interesting 
And then there's like all the other shit going on in the UFO world, which we'll talk about in the minisode. I am sure today, since I know Alex is bringing minisode, you say, where would you be listening to that? Perhaps on patreon.com slash pod, the greatest website. It is the greatest website. Yeah, uh, go over there, get some stuff, pay us, help us, keep it up, keep it going, keep it moving. Forget about any sort of SEO algorithm. Let us do what we want. You know what I mean? The best work that we can do is work that makes us happy. Thank you for supporting us. I love you. We're about to record a new Rotten Popcorn right after this. I'm going to try and convince Mathis to watch the X-Files. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned. I have a better movie that I think you'll enjoy. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. You'll have to go to (laughs) patreon.com slash Pod to find out who won this. Today, boys, a little bit of a breather. You two are heading off to the UK next week for uh, one of your other shows, uh, a little bit of a Scary Game Squad event. Yeah, come see us at Wazda, 15 pounds. Yeah, say, where does that happen? Uh, it's at Wazda at the Truman Brewery. Uh, yeah, come on down. In London. Uh, it's, you, have to, you have to be inside the show to go. Remember that, Ryan? Thursday show has sold out oh, really? for the con. Uh, and so if you're going and you want to come to our show Thursday night, you better already have tickets for Thursday. Damn. But we'll, we're doing anything Friday, so stop on by, and we'll be there day Saturday. So, like, come hang out with us. I'm so fucking, I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm so fucking excited to go eat a bunch of food in England. I remember going the one time I went to, no, I went, I've been to uh, London now twice, and it's just so expensive. It's beautiful. But goddamn, that city is expensive. I think we get a, I think it's our turn to get a discount this year. I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see whose economy is worse. Since you won't be here next week and we'll be doing a mini-sode compilation next week. And uh, I just we, we probably shouldn't start a two-parter. So we're going to do something that we haven't done in about three, yeah, like three months on the dot pretty three much. Three months? Seriously? Since we've done this. This is another cryptid adventure, a cryptid road trip. A cryptid around the world. Just kind of just taking a look at some of the more interesting things that are out there. Uh, and the last time we did this was Christmas, Christmas cryptids back in December. I just want to say I really enjoy these episodes and I'm excited. I now. do, too. <laughs> I like them, too. They're, I, you know, they're not something I want too often, uh, but I do enjoy like a little it's like a little dessert. after. It's a chicken soup for the uh, chthonic soul. You know, it's yeah. just like, right. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Chicken, we got to write that. We should copyright that. Can we copyright that? Uh, chicken uh, soup like for the chthonic soul? You think it already exists, maybe? We're going to have problems with at least two different copyrights. I don't know. I'm not sure. Right. <laughs> I mean, all right. It's probably going to be very expensive for us, but maybe it'll work out in the end. Uh, today, initially, the idea today was to actually look at Hawaiian cryptids, I, which we will go... Or it's more Hawaiian mythical creatures rather than cryptids. Um, but in diving into Hawaiian kind of mythology and stuff, I oddly got led into a totally different area of the Earth that we're going to cover instead. Uh, kind of more broadly, the poles of Earth, like the North and South Pole. Um, but specifically, we're looking at the Antarctic, the Inuit people, oh. and what kind of cool shit. And there's some cool fucking shit uh, from their mythology. I apologize ahead of time for pronunciation. I am trying really hard, and I, I, I'm. It's not on purpose. That's all. All right. And there's they have so freaking many. Do you guys know anything about like the cryptids of the far north? Not at all. No. I, all I know is that the snow is absolutely psychedelic. It's such a wild thing. And so I'm expecting some, some kind of very weird, trippy sort of am I hallucinating type stuff. Thank you to Canva for sponsoring this episode. And creating visual content, surprisingly, is an essential part of what we do here at the podcast. But the creative process is not always easy, and it's almost always time-consuming. Having to make sure you got the right programs, taking the hours to layer things properly, and let's be honest, 
I'm not even all that good at that design stuff. But ever since I got Canva for Teams, it's been super easy to collaborate in a design with my team, which makes the whole process so much more creative and fun. Canva for Teams is a design platform that makes it easy for anyone to create stunning content in any format, from social media posts to videos, presentations, websites, you name it. The endless templates and premium fonts, photos, graphics, and videos add personality and edge to my team's content as well, which makes the whole process so much quicker. With features designed for brand consistency, Canva for Teams makes it easy to maintain your aesthetic and add your logos, fonts, and colors to anything you create, making sure it still has that personal touch that people need nowadays. Canva for Teams streamlines how we do social media as well. We can plan, create, and share social media content directly to all our channels from one single place and even schedule posts ahead of time. Canva for Teams even takes presentations to the next level with remote control. We never have to say next slide please anymore because my team can virtually connect and navigate slides from any device remotely. It's just made the whole process so much more efficient and so much quicker for us, which opens us more time to go do more things that we love. Collaborate with Canva for Teams. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you go to canva.me slash chill. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash chill for a free 45-day extended trial. Canva.me slash chill. There's definitely some of that, yeah. some creepy water monster stuff, some some really cool shit. Uh, I've, I, do you guys have any interest in going like to the Antarctic, even just to like experience it out there for like a couple days or the something? The Antarctic? I, sure. I think I'm, I pri- I'm, I'm like, probably priced too. out, but if the opportunity presented itself, <laughs> I would consider sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying money wasn't an issue. Would you go hell, and experience Antarctica yes. for a few hell days? Hell yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. I've always, it seems like such a cool place. Would you want to go when it's super dark or daytime? I, I'm not even, I don't even care. I have like, it, it, to me, it would be like going to an alien planet. It's like so impossible for me to even conceive what it would even be like. You know, I played video games on ice, you know, I've done it, but mm, video games. I'm just, on I don't ice. think, <laughs> I don't think musical. it does it justice. I have a feeling it's like pretty fucking wild and I, I would love to see it. I would, I do too. I would want to just like see and experience that kind of world and the people yeah, who live out there freaking daily. I want to go to the weird lone post office they have. I want yeah, to go to like yeah, yeah. The, the weird hotel that kind of exists that isn't really a hotel. It's kind of like a bunker. I, I want to go see all that. I want to go see where the scientists stay indoors for three months out of the year. Like I want that whole experience. Yeah. Oh man. I can't imagine what that would be like, man. Kind of cool maybe to do the first time, but I, don't I love know watching the videos. It, well, yes. What's crazy is one of my uh, old WoW buddies back in the day, his now (laughs) ex-wife's dad was a guy who, like, was a sub-captain. And so he was gone six months out of the year under the Arctic. I'm imagining Sean Connery in The Hunt for Red October right now. Pretty much. And his <laughs> wife is like the sweetest person in the world. Six months out of the year underwater, under the Arctic in a sub. Terrifying. I couldn't do it. Have you seen those videos of like the people who get to spend a day on like the reporter who got to spend a day on a military U.S. submarine? Mm-mm. It is the most cramped, tight sure. quartered, horrifying existence. I don't think I could ever I do lo- it. I, Six can't, months? I can't even do a uh, coach most of the time. I, I would lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I would I couldn't I would never I would I would freak out after like 20 minutes honestly yeah man surrounded by just pressure that could just like, like while ugh, everyone was awake it. maybe I would be okay like in bigger rooms but once I go in bed yeah when you're distracted once I go in bed it's over I can't imagine the noises that just like a submarine makes under yeah, the water no way 
No way. There's, I have to imagine after a while you get used to it, right? But that first, the first couple days, when you have that realization of, oh my God, I'm under, you're like, I guess you have to suck it up. Cause yeah. uh, what are you going to do? Like, be like, well, I went off this sub, like tough. You're yeah, the military, son. I would have to meditate <laughs> for like <laughs> months before I could do that without any sort of damage permanent to my entire self. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. There's just no way in hell. I just would. I would collapse kudos, mentally in the day. Kudos to you. If you're on a submarine listening to the Chiluminati podcast, let us know. Man, yeah. Wow, you are a brave soul, whoever you are. And tell How me. How do you get the podcast? Well, they do come up every few months for they need to restock. Do you get it, do you so, get it in like bunches? Download it, download it in chunks like from. Yeah, I can answer this question for you, Jesse, because I watched that mini documentary. Yeah. When they come above ground for their stuff, they get whatever they get access to the Internet again and they can just kind of like download everything that they want for the most part. How come we don't have underwater Wi-Fi? I bet you that we probably do. It, would it mess with the dolphins? I don't think so, man. I think it's I think it's I think it's. Tom Clancy and Final Fantasy, dude. I don't think there's anything else. I think you're just. <laughs> I think you're right. Tom Clancy and Final. That's it. That's all there is. Tom Clancy and your old copy of Final Fantasy Nine, yeah. and that's all you got <laughs> hey, down there. That's my Desert Island disc, baby. <laughs> dude, what's fu- if you, if you don't even care about the documentary, the one part I would recommend going to watch is how the cooks work and how they handle oh. pizza nights oh, where they I've- like cook for. Yes, I've seen that oh, stuff. It's, it's awesome. Where does it go? Crazy to see how they manage food There's the, on a the, ship. The way yeah. they store, stash it, it's just mm-hmm. like on I've top seen that. of How does the heat, like when they, like, you know, you need a hood? Like They have an oven. I know, but like, where does the heat go? I, I imagine there's like a ventilation thing and just like even putting it on like a metal thing on the outside of the sub, the water would just Pro- cool. Yeah, probably have like cool liquid water. cooling above you at all times, mm, yeah, you know? That's, that's true. That's crazy. All right. Well, Fuck that. you know what else is dangerous out there in the in the great north in the waters? Uh, a mythical creature by the name of the Adlet, gentlemen. Adlid? Adlet. Adlet. A-D-L-E-T. These are a race of creatures in the Inuit mythology of Greenland specifically, as well as Labrador and Hudson Bay coasts. Like that area is where it originates from. Uh, the word or kind of refers to the inland Native American tribes. But it denotes a sort of what you would consider a, uh, what is that, half horse, half man? Cent- uh, centaur. Yeah. But it's a dog centaur. What? So these people are <laughs> dog-legged people. The lower part of the body is a canine, and uh, like that of a dog, but the upper part This image man. in the chat is wild, dude. I, it looks, it, it, <laughs> it's exactly what you say, but it looks like it's about to like... This is what's so good about having Dean. It's on like here, about man. to give me a quest in an adventure game for Windows ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> That's an EverQuest. That's, That's exactly an EverQuest NPC like. right there. <laughs> um, these uh, yeah. So they're like, so the description that 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 it gives is kind of both of a man who can stand on its haunches. As well as the type where their bottom four legs are like of a dog. Is it? Are they um, always like I wear clothes on the top half like this? Uh, they're portrayed as human, but no, not uh, well. Yes, they are. They are wearing clothes uh, most of the time. Usually, like a fur coat or something along those. Lines. It'd be really good for them if they were probably all dog. It'd be better for their survival if they were all. So they're like animal with. So fur. they're like intelligent, non-monstrous. They're, they're like a civilization. Well, no, they're monstrous. They're intelligent, but they are monstrous as well. In Inuit lore. Well, the image we have, while well, hilarious, uh, the other images I'm seeing online are like full-on werewolf men. Yeah, yeah, they're monstrous in a lot of ways. So, like, you know, we got the goofy version that was like... This guy's pretty monstrous. NPC. I don't know. He looks like 
an elf standing on the back of a dog. He looks like if you typed his name in in Encarta, that's what would show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, yes. That's a fantastic uh, description of this thing. Uh, but no, you are, they are intelligent, um, but in their lore, they are often portrayed as in conflict with other humans, and they're supposed to be taller than the Inuit and white people, but in those stories, they're often conquered or beaten by the humans themselves. Uh, in other stories, they're actually portrayed as cannibals. The Labrador people use the term adlet, while the Hudson Bay people use the word erkidiglit. <clears throat> yep. Erkidiglit. Uh, E-R-Q-I-G-D-L-I-T. Uh, okay. You know, I'm doing my best. Here, I'm going to, you, you say this, boys. You know, erkidiglit. Erkidiglit. Yeah, see, here you go, mate. You guys are better at this. Yeah, sounds like a Pokemon now. So that's kind of cool. I don't know. I don't know how to speak this language, though. I'm just, I'm just based. I'm just trying to pronounce the letters. We are definitely guessing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Um, moreover, that these dog people, uh, you know, starting nice and light. There's not a whole lot more to their lore other than they were more representative as a warning to dealing with outside tribes or people across the, you know, across the sea. Um. That they were just like, you know, a mythological creature to tell kids not, not a lot to of wander details. out too far. Not a lot of Yeah, they're, they're just more scary. Yeah. A lot of fights. Their, their stories always in conflict with the humans and the humans always win. And that's kind of like the basis of what they are uh, as a mythological creature. How are we going to rate these creatures? We got to rate them. We always do a rating. Uh, we need to rate them one to ten. Would you want to meet them alone at night in the wilderness? Okay, perfect. Uh, all right, I like that. Okay, boys. One out of ten, the Adlet or the Urkdiglet. Would you want to meet this alone at night in the woods by yourself? The first guy, Encarta guy, ten. I want to meet this <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, Encarta, ten. I'm going to get five gold from him at the end of our, our <laughs> yeah, dealings Whatever together. quest he gives is going to be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but all the other ones, like this one that I sent you that looks like a hellhound wolfman. No, I don't want to see like him. It's like the reverse. He's a two I don't want to see three. that. That's a yeah. one. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, I don't want to see him. I kinda, I'm interested in the way that I would be interested if I saw a lion killing something in real life. But I would not want to be there. I have a little taste for you boys of a little bit more lore to this particular person, this particular thing. It's very, very the brief. Adlet? This is, yeah, the Adlet's origin okay. story is, according to myth, a woman gave birth to ten children, five were dogs, and five were Adlets, these half-breeds. Yeah, a woman? Yeah. Uh, they bore, yep, a woman. They bore the lower halves of a dog's body in the upper half of a man. Terrified, she set five of them adrift in the sea. These five managed to cross the Arctic and Atlantic, and, they, and these are the things that spawned the European races. So this is like their mythological uh, European races. So it's races. like a little the other five children that stayed white people, kind of? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, deserved with the, like, the consistent, I'm sure, fights they're getting into them I'm with not, them. The other I, have no, I have no qualms with this story. <laughs> Yeah. The other five children that stayed with their mother became ferocious, flesh-eating canine hominids who would attack anyone they encountered. The Adlet and their offspring, offspring also called Adlet, now wander the tundra in packs, seeking out Inuit villages to feed on. It's very Dark Souls that they're incestual. Yes, super Dark Souls. I can definitely see this in a Dark Souls game. It's very Souls nasty. Uh, very scary. You could, play, you could build this out. This is a great like D&D &D monster potential. You know what? That should be one, too. What kind of potential does it have for D and D? Oh yeah, I think it's cryptids are like really neat. A great source for D and D monsters. Okay, with that addition, one to ten, what are your ratings? Meet it alone in the woods. Yeah, I mean, still, still a one. 
Unless it's that NPC guy, yeah. in which case okay. I attend. I'm going to bump it up to a three out of morbid curiosity because okay. I got to catch a glimpse of these nah. big fangs. That dude would eat you so quick. He'd be like, delicious. Maybe not. He's got clothes on. He's not a fucking barbarian. No, 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 no. The one that you're talking about, that that's a 10. The one that I'm talking about, that guy will eat your he's soul. He's got a clothes no, on, right. though. He's got a little... No. See, he's got a cloth. I, I, I can't rate no. it that low, boys. I got to go six, and here's the reason. These boys are suffering from modern-day problems of the greatest degree across the world, fatherless upbringings. What? And we need to make sure that these boys who grew up without a dad what? get a father, so I will be You want to become this guy's daddy? Well, yeah, because fatherless upbringings are the cause of all bad things, especially in the U.S., so we got to make sure that they're dead. Is I this like a hot in. take you're doing or is this a goof? I can't tell. I don't know what's about to happen on this little show. A, little B. I don't know. I don't know. Have you, where, have you been on the internet this weekend? Were you on the internet? I'm never off the internet, Jesse. Were you, were you on that part of the internet where things are like a little... I watched you know? that Jon Stewart interview and it was hilarious. <laughs> where he interviewed that guy and he was like, you know what the problem is? Not guns. Fatherless sons in America. And that's... You know, that was the joke. So these boys, you know, need a, need a father. You I will be that, that father. father. And you want to be their daddy? Because I could shack up with a woman who gives birth to like, I could raise an army of women. How does it always end up with you having sex with these monsters? That's what, yeah, that's what, that's, 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 thank you. Thank you. That's what I was getting All at. All roads lead to Rome or whatever it is. I want to know if you want to be a father figure or a daddy. That's what I'm asking because I know you and I feel like somehow you're going to be like, I'm here to help you with my dick. I'm just asking questions. I would never put that upon their children. <laughs> okay. That's heroic. No, I like that. Yeah. I'm there to be their dad. And if the other thing comes to pass, I won't resist That's not it. what That's being all. a father is. That's not, well, that's gonna, not how gonna, fatherhood I'm works. Take them. We're going to go throw baseballs outside. You know, we're going to go do tennis matches in the courts. Uh, I'm going to teach them how to basketball by themselves. He hit us with the Omnis VA Romum or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The next uh, cryptid uh, is known as the Nuckluck. This is a man of the bush. N-U-K-L-U-K? Correct. Correct. Nuckluck. Uh, this is a cryptozoological hominid reported in national park reserves near Nahani Butte, the Northwest Territories of Canada, between April and June of 1964 by John Baptist. Several men and a boy named Jerry. So we know this Jerry. is God damn it, Jerry. Several Dean and Fort uh, several Dean and Fort Leard who were trapping at a river reportedly came upon the creature in April of 1964. It kind of looks like Bigfoot, basically, uh, but less ape-like and more Neanderthal. -like. This just looks like <laughs> this looks like a fucking caveman with shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's like the guy from the like ill, ill fated ABC caveman sitcom based on the commercial. Bro, those commercials were, how'd that not turn into a TV show successfully? And he's got Timberlands on. I need you to know, for those of you at home who are not looking at this photo, it might be the first one you find when you look up Nuck Luck, but oh my God, it does, it looks exactly like a caveman. But he's in a pair of kind of run-down Air Force Ones with no shoelaces. He's, he's wearing Timberlands, yeah. And then the other one is just a Bigfoot with a dick. 
It's like a di- it's like a Bigfoot with just like a less hairy dick than most apes you would imagine might have. I will I will say out of all the big feet we've seen, this is the only one I've seen with a dong. Yeah, yeah, you're totally you're totally right. That is just a Bigfoot with a dick. When you go back to your Bigfoot topic, Alex, you better re- in, bring in the Nuckluck mythology. They need to show up. This is what happens when the Neanderthal DNA gets their own Bigfoot. You know what I mean? Okay. In 1960, it was in June of 1964 near Fort Simpson at about 9 p.m. A boy named Jerry reported a similar looking creature. It had black hair on its head, upper body and legs, and a black head slightly pointed at the back. It also had a long brown beard that reached its waist. It wore ankle high boots, a moose skin loincloth, possibly moose skin boots, and had a stone club in its hand. These creatures have been reported for hundreds of years and are said to have boot-like footprints and whistling calls. They have been reported from the Northwest Territories to Yukon to the Kenai Peninsula in Alaska. Is this concept art for the giants from Skyrim? <laughs> it is very it close exactly to wow. like that. That is a great, I love I wonder, that. Yeah. I wonder if that's what the inspiration actually was. Or I wonder if Maybe. just these, there really was a big giant kind of club wielding type of hominid at one point. I always think about big people. Just, big people seems like one of those ones that I'm not totally off the, off the wagon on. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. It seems possible. I don't know. It's, he's wearing shoes. The man is wearing sneakers. They make their own moose skin boots. Big people? That is some high quality. That guy's doing better than, I don't know, most shoe companies. He gives you 6,000 experience if you it take It just shows out. you capitalism is the wrong system and we should be living like the knucklucks. That guy looks like... He has all his shit sorted out. That's all I'm going to say. That's that's confidence. I think you and me are on our way to being honorary knuckles. I'm on my way for sure. I got to, you know, I'm trying my best. You know, it's my brand to have a beard, but it's going to get shaved soon. I just I always get off on uh, the seasons. I always have it short during the winter and long during the summer. So this year I purposely let it go. I like that planning. Yeah. So, you know, like a month or two. Oh, yeah. We got to rate the Nuckluck. Uh, you know my rating on okay. this one. Oh, Nuckluck is a... Is, it's the same is, rating as any Bigfoot for me. A, a one across the board, I would... Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. A 10. A 10 a, a Thank reverse. You. Thank you. 10 across the board, I want to hang out with this dude. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, again, I have the curiosity. It's there. I'm going to say six or seven just because it's given me the energy of, like, when I see, like, a homeless guy's penis, like, in real life today. <laughs> well, they wear loincloths, according and to Jerry. loincloth is not sufficient. Like, it's good, but, like, if there's a car nearby or a, a, you know, a particularly powerful gust of wind, I'm seeing the dong. And, I, you know, and, and that's, that's a risk, you know? That's all I'm saying. Well, just so you know, these things are apparently only about five feet tall, too. So they're not, like, tall like Bigfoot. They're short. That's, that's, even, that's even weirder, man. Love it. I want to hang out with this dude. Now I'm just, now, now they're, like, little weird, like, wiry, like, Charles Manson guys. No, this dude's a sneakerhead like me. He he and I would have stuff to talk to. He's talk a sneakerhead like you. Like, you get the Air Force ones. <laughs> He's like, I was on the sneaker app and I couldn't get it. And I'd be like, I know, high beast. I know. Yeah, yeah. If we ever crack like big money, you know, we make yeah. it big. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna first form a team to find these things. No, and then I'm gonna hire them as bodyguards. No, 
If we ever make it big, you guys owe me a haunted house. Don't do that. Don't, don't. No, we're still doing that. No, oh, by the way, no. so update on that. Thank you for reminding me. I did reach out to the local haunted museum, uh, not museum, hotel nearby. The the brothel? They don't exist anymore. They are, though they exist, but they're selling it. They're not taking people. Only $500,000 to buy it if uh, anybody out there. Wait, this is the brothel? The, the haunted brothel? The one near me. Yes. Is, I think uh, it was a haunted brothel. Is the haunted brothel. It's, is it the one where the ghosts are hot? Yes, the one where the ghosts hit on you when they're like... Hey, good looking. I don't remember if it's this one or not. I remember. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know if it's that one. Well, that's. I don't, I'm not. Go, the first one we need to go to is the haunted brothel where the ghosts sit yeah, on you. I, I want a ghost to be like nice ass Jesse. Brothel with fuckable. Ghosts. That's not what Let's I said. <laughs> but you know he, you know he's he's bringing it to the next. That's not what I said at all. I'm bringing it down to the layman's phrase. No, I can't no. find it. All right, we got to move phrase. on. The layman's phrase. It's a, it's a, I coined it. Uh, one out of ten yeah, for me. Six, it's or, a 10. six or seven. Okay, got it. I'm a ten, just like Jesse. Uh, all right. So Amarok. This is basically a giant mythical wolf in the Inuit religion, said to stalk and devour any person foolish enough to hunt alone at oh, night. Shit. So that should answer your question instantly on where you're rating this thing. Unlike wolves who hunt in packs, Amaroks hunt. Alone. This thing's Yo. like a fucking magic card. This thing rules. Hell yeah, okay. Dude, yeah, the pictures of it are sick. I love it. Yeah, that that looks so fucking cool. I shouldn't cool. let, like, one artist's rendition, like, color my understanding of it. All but... the ones I've seen are cool <laughs> as hell, though. Why you can, does like, the look second one look like a trace of the first one? Well, oh, it's fan art yeah. of the first one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, writing in the 19th century. Danish geologist and Greenlandic scholar Heinrich Johans Rink reported that the uh, Greenlandic Inuit reserve the word Amarok exclusively for this legendary uh, wolf, meaning they don't use it for any other type of wolf, whereas the Arctic peoples, however, use it to refer to any wolf. So depending on who you're speaking with, it can mean multiple mm. things. Uh, in the book Tales and Traditions of the Eskimo, Rink recounts several folk legends that feature the Amarok. In one tale, a persecuted and physically stunted boy seeks to increase his strength. When he calls out to the Lord of Strength, an Amarok appears and wrestles him to the ground with its tail. This causes a number of small bones to fall from the boy's body. Amarok tells the boy that the bones had prevented his growth. He instructs the boy to return daily in order to develop his strength, and after several days of wrestling with the Amarok, the boy is strong enough to overcome three large bears, thus gaining him the esteem of his village. That's a fucking badass story, and that also feels very Dark Souls. <laughs> in a lot yes, of ways. it's like flavor text. One, like it's like perfect. Yeah, I love that. That is so sick. One other story: a man mourning the death of a relative hears reports that an Amarok is nearby. He and a relative go in search of the Amarok. They find instead her pups, and the mourner kills them all. The mourner's relative becomes frightened. The two retreat to hide in a cave. Looking out, they see the adult Amarok returning to her pups, carrying a reindeer in her mouth. When the Amarok fails to find her offspring, she hastens to a nearby lake and drags a humanoid form from the water. At that moment, the mourner collapses. The Amarok, quote, from which nothing remains concealed, took the mourner's soul Jesus from his body. Jesus fucking Christ. That's yeah, damn, dude. That's like... From which nothing remains concealed. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's Dark Souls. That's like a secondary like weapon effect. That's like <laughs> unique legendary on an item. I love the Amarok. It's it, like you said, it almost feels like a classic, like kind of fantasy almost in that grimy, grim, dark kind of way. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love the fan art of it. Uh, you know what's crazy? 
That fan art that you sent is absolutely terrifying. Yet, hold on, this image, I know you guys are about to be like, one, don't want to see this thing, but look at this bad boy. If I saw this at night, I'd be lured to my death. That's fucking, that's cool as shit too, yeah. That's, uh, that thing looks amazing. That's when Homer eats the weird pepper that drives his, when he has to put the wax in his mouth to take the crazy psychedelic that, Now, if I saw that guy, I'd be like, let's go. Yeah, yeah that's trippy. <laughs> this guy for me, same as the first one, like... I have some morbid curiosity. Do I want to see this? Would I want to run into this? No, but like I'm like a three. I like I'm tantalized at the prop. Hard one. Hard. If I heard one. he was out there, if I heard he was out there, I'd definitely be peeking. I'm nah, just saying. Hard one. I'd be peeking. Hard yeah. one. <clears throat> huh. I'm gonna go with a hard one too. And I don't know why it came out of my mouth like that. I'm gonna go. I'm spending too much I'm time in Texas, go. baby. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, out. you know, Texas and that text out Italian accent. I love it. All right. Here's another one. This one's much shorter than the other ones. This is the, and again, I apologize. Ugjuknark pack. I'm going to copy paste the name so you can also make your own attempts. I don't like that you said narc in there. Narpak. 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 I don't know. Yeah. This is basically just a giant, and by giant, they mean human-sized, predatory aquatic rat. Oh, a human sized aquatic rat that uh, lives under the ice and it overturns kayaks and other small boats to get its food, a.k.a. the person. This is like uh, Princess Bride. Uh, what do they call rats of unusual size or whatever? Yeah, 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 exactly. In addition, this beast has tough skin that is very difficult to penetrate. And it also has a long prehensile tail that it uses to grab its victims, drag them under the water and drown them. Oh, that's that's <laughs> way worse. That, yeah, it's fucking a little weird. How big it's is it? How big is it? Human sized. So five to six feet. Five feet? Yeah, at least five feet. Oh, no. This is like <laughs> hippo sized. I, yeah, it's. Have you said, uh, did Dean get a. Yeah, there's a picture of it from Dean. Uh, I love having Dean around here now. It's why does he look like he's been hung and revived? Why, <laughs> he does look like a weird thing like around his been, neck in that image. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's been to the hangman's noose. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. That thing, that thing is like the size literally of like a rhino, like a like a rhino, like baby rhino or like a <laughs> like a hippo. This thing is it's huge, big, man. It's big. Uh, it's like a horse. To give horses. you an idea of like maybe this is actually based off something that may have lived at one point. Uh, there are known huge sized rodents from long ago. Three million years ago during Pliocene and early Pleistocene. A rodent called uh, Joseph Artigasia Manusi. Manusi. Manusi? Rose. There's no Manusi. Way. No, there's Manusi. 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 There's just, uh, what is this MS Paint ass version? I found a version. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. The, this, yeah, is this what I think it is? No, not the version I've seen. I actually haven't not seen version this version. Dude's like, what the fuck? That looks like Templeton the Rat that? from Charlotte's Web getting taken out by some Lilliputians. <laughs> What the fuck is that? Uh, this is the version I initially came across. I found an image uh, that's an MS Paint. And it's what I, you know, what I thought. What the fuck is that? Is that he hiding under a canoe? Yeah, he's a kayak. Kayak. Yeah, he looks dead. I'll be honest. But he also looks like he has a cybernetic piece on him. I like the one with the MS Paint wounds. And there's just like a dead guy in the Dino shot. damage. It's fucking absolutely yeah. crazy. I love it. So, yeah, during that period, this is the how you spell it. 
Let me give it to you. You got the Manet, the Manusi. <laughs> you gotta stop saying Manusi, that. Dude. I can't you gotta that. stop saying the uh, Manusi. Joseph Fortgesia Manusi. Uh, that's the scientific name for this thing. Roamed South America and was a size was known to be the size of an African buffalo. This is a real creature. Yes, it is a real creature. So you think this is like one of those situations where like they found the skeleton? I mean, I don't know. That's not what I'm saying. But almost like Loch Ness always like kind of locks onto like oh, it could have been this old lizard that would have been around or a plesiosaur yeah, that, like, or something. That, like somehow super evolved prehistory kind of yeah yeah exactly. Um, but that's it. Just a ro- rodent that turns over kayaks and drowns people with its prehensile tail that sometimes looks like it has armor on it, depending on the, the picture. Yeah, that, that last one at. looked like it got like level two, like it got like a like like a like a stage one evolution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one out of ten alone in the woods at night. This is an aquatic yeah, creature. No, this so if you're is it alone in the woods. Anything aquatic is a one. Nah, mom. But you're in the woods. You're not meeting it in the water. You're not yeah, meeting you're it telling, at its home turf. T- or, time out. You're telling me if you're in the woods at night. An aquatic beast showed up. You wouldn't be very <laughs> concerned about your situation. Aquatic I mean, I might beast. be very confused. Like, what is happening uh, right now? I, I, I'm gonna say like a six. Like, I want to get a glimpse. I'm not trying to like go up to it and like feed it a fish or whatever. I just want to catch a glimpse with my binocs. With your binocs, I'd like to be dropped into a football field-sized enclosure with it. So that I could slowly creep up on it and watch it from afar. I feel the same way, but I'm more of like a fool. I'm like at a six for that. It, I'd be more willing to leave before you. I yeah. Think. I'd be ready to get out of there. Yeah. Vibes. All right. We're moving on to something else. This is the Ejerok. I think I did that pretty well. E G E Oh, E E E E E rock. E E rock. E E rock. That's really hard for me for some reason. Anyway, this is a shape shifting creature from the Inuit religion that is said to kidnap children, but instead of eat them or like raise them as their own or turn them into hideous monsters, they run off, hide them, and then abandon them forever. So they kidnap your kids and just leave them in the in the wilderness. Uh yep. Yep, yep. In like a hole. I will say a lot of this is along the lines of all the other great cryptid things where it's like, don't go near the water. Don't go out at night. Don't like, it's like good morals for your kids to get them to stay inside. Kind of, kind of things like it's cold out there. Don't do that shit. Or the monster. Yeah, if, will the, if the adlet, if the adlet was the don't go outside the village one, maybe this one's the like, somebody's coming for you. please protect your child at all costs so what's weird about this one yeah. is that the last bit of it like just like a general uh, lore is that it's also said that the inuksukak sugak inuksugak anyway they're like stone where basically stone kind of like markers that they used to leave on the land um that these if the children can find them would let them would lead them back home which is a nice lesson to lead them back home but only if they can convince the Ejerok to let them go how do you convince them to let you go? That's a very good question. I'm going to read a little story for you, and maybe it'll answer it. Maybe it won't. We'll find out. The Ejerot are said to inhabit a place between two worlds, not quite inside this one, nor quite out of it. Inuit further south than the uh, North Boffin group used to hold to a belief that some Inuit went too far north in the chase for game and became trapped between the world of the dead and the world of the living, and thus became an Ejerot. So, like, that's, they're people who went too far and got lost. According to the small handful of surviving elders in the South Baffin region that know of these beliefs, the Inuit that are settled in Resolute and Grisfjord 
are these shapeshifters or shadow people because they went too far north. Some elders will avoid being in the presence of extreme northern Inuit, fearing that they are the evil Ijarat or another version of it, Tariuksuk. The home of the Ijarat is said to be cursed and one will lose their way no matter how far or no matter how skilled or familiar with the land that they are. Interesting. Interesting. So there you go. They're like, they're hunters who got too far, became trapped in between two worlds. And like, yeah, it kind of became like a weird, evil, wild man. That's what Uh, happens when I play Monster Hunter Rise for too long. So it's, you know what? Have you tried Wild Hearts yet? I need to play that. No, I I haven't given it a shot. I got to still. Um, Yeah, this is like, it's, I guess it's less for children, even though they kidnap children. It's also like a duo warning story for hunters as well. Don't get too obsessed, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get, don't worry about the game. Don't get too greedy. Uh, and it's, it's bizarre that the people that they were oh, like shit. other people from other tribes that they believed it. Uh, these yeah, look there's another picture. Cra- these look like Dr. Who bad guys. Yeah. There's another thing that's going to be very Dr. Who ish coming up. It's, uh, it's, those are, as hell. those are horrific. They look, you know, what's crazy about them though? Like going along with the, like, uh, overarching lore of the Chiluminati podcast. Mm-hmm. Squint your eyes a little bit. Visitors from another world. They kind of look like greys, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all. That's a, uh, oh. Don't they? Yes, and that's that's why the whole like idea that even Jesse talked about before that all of this might be one in the same, one different part of the same phenomenon. You're really, you're really living off of that. I'm so glad I I gave you something. Well, no, because I, I, you didn't give that to me. It gave me pride that you came to that conclusion on your own. That's what it did. <laughs> I, I got, I like, this is when the cult leader is like impressed with one of his acolytes right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed that you came to that conclusion on your own, my son. It might be this idea if we really like, you know, there might be a little bit physical, a little bit, psychedelic or like not earthly it might not be real yeah, at all it might not be real at all it could be something our own collective consciousness is, is uh, i mean we, i wouldn't go that far no i just there's like i i can i can there's a tangent and it's within grass you just got and i know wistful. if i gra- you just got wistful I just i yeah. just know i just remembered yeah i just remembered some stuff we could talk about it in the after we could talk about it in the minisode yeah in the minisode we gotta talk about it in the minisode because talk about avi Loeb, avi Loeb rather and like avril lavigne yeah we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about avi Loeb. the there's another tweet that said that like one of the reasons it's such a slow disclosure is because people aren't ready for the woo side of it meaning the side that deals with consciousness and what is consciousness all right let's let's get to the minisode patreon.com slash shimonati pod patreon.com slash yeah, yeah so uh, one out of ten. Would you want to meet this thing? No, in the woods. But let me read no. you no. a little bit of one. what the description of this is, so the people who don't have a picture can understand. Um, basically, the name Ijarak means shapeshifter, and an Ijarak can appear in any form it chooses, making it very deceptive. Their eyes will always stay red, no matter what they shapeshift into, to, though, which is kind of a dead giveaway, if you like. Their real form is just like that of a human, but their eyes and mouths are sideways. Uh, the book of Dutch writer Fjortier Zwagetman says only the shaman knows the real form of the Ijarak. When you are hunting somewhere that Ijarak inhabit, you will see them in the corner of your eye for a fleeting moment. Um, if you try to observe them directly, however, they are completely elusive. They are sometimes helpful, sometimes fatally deceptive. Hmm. So they like to be a little deceiving assholes and lead you further and further away. Sometimes they're helpful, though, which is very weird if they're evil. Um, but there you go. 
Does that change how much you would want to meet one in the woods? I think I'm going to just have to decide that it's like the same thing that an alien encounter is. I'm just going to have to decide that's what it is and say it's an eight and not be something that can destroy me. You know what I mean? I'm going to say this is a common encounter that lots of different people have filtered through this particular culture. And I'm going to say, yes, I do want to meet this in the woods. Eight. All right. I like it. I, I'm with you. I would love to meet a shapeshifter. I'm going to go eight as well. Yeah, shapeshifter is an interesting thing to me. Nope. Z- zero. Shapeshifter, zero. Dude, she could be the redhead of your dreams. Yeah, and then eat me. Zero. Yeah, fair. Fair. They just want to be deceptive. Yeah, hard zero. All right. Well, I mean, okay. They just want to be deceptive. Like, guys, I don't get They just want to be deceptive. Dude, she could roll. She could have, hey, the role play would be out of. Out Are of this we world. talking about fucking these things? I just want, I'm talking about meeting them in the woods. I think Mathis is talking about fucking these things. I think everything we're talking about, he's like, I'm just, I thought we were just talking about running into them in the woods. I said, sneak up behind a bush and view at a distance with binoculars so that they didn't even know I was there. I'm talking about literally you walk in, you run into them in the woods. Do you stick around? I'm not talking about like yes, you snooping, around. or I'm not talking about like you go on a date with them. I don't know what's going on here. I thought the rules were well established. If the two of you hit it off, though, no, there's no hitting it off. You walk in the woods, hit it off. You're walking through the woods, you're a little scared, you hear noises, and then like this thing is there. Do you stick around? <laughs> yes or no? Hit it off. Yeah. I just want to see it. I want an opportunity to observe it in the natural world. That's all I'm asking for. There's no sexual overtone for me here. I didn't say there was. You said hit it off. What if If you hit it off? You like, what if you had a meet cute? uh, We got to go to the next creature. We got to move on. Okay. Sorry. We got to, we got to keep going. All right. (laughs) All right. A meat cuck is actually the name of this thing. I'm going to even put, I'm going to literally how it sounds in the chat. There you go. A meat cook. This is a legendary creature from Inuit mythology. This monster is known to be from the Bering Strait of Alaska. The Amikuk is a cook, all right, to have it your way, is described as a huge, heavy creature with slimy, moist skin, and instead of legs, it has four human-like arms and hands, Yo. which are the, for locomotion and capturing its prey. It is also said to be capable of burrowing underground and emerge in inland lakes. Supposedly, it preys mostly on fishermen and people foolish enough to bathe in the sea, but have also been said to consume large quantities of fish and seabirds. Is it really as human-sea creature hybrid-y as it seems in this image? Uh, I'll give you the other photo I got of it. I don't know where Dean's getting these photos, but I love them so much. It's very, very good. It looks like a halfway between a sperm whale and a human. Uh, Here's the uh, version that I... Oh, God. Yeah, this looks like a like if a Rancor was a chestburster alien. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Here's another rendition of it. Like a fleshy Rancor. Yeah, like a Rancor with like a lot of flesh. Yeah, it's like a fleshy, slimy. Yeah, it's fucking creepy. Although that one kind of what are those guys? The squigs in Warhammer? Little tinies. This this looks like a fucking tick or a flea or some shit zoomed in. I mean, it's underwater. So, I mean, you know, it doesn't really matter too much. I bet you it's like a hippo, man. Those hippos underwater are fucking scary. This thing, these this just Google squigs. S-Q-U-I-G. What it looks like. Oh, yeah. Kind of. It it only has two legs. This thing has squigs only have two legs, but this thing has four. It's kind of squiggy. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. No, it does look like a squig. Touche. This thing, I feel like if you saw it in the woods, you'd have, you would be in okay place. You wouldn't get too much danger because it's not made for land. 
It's not made for land. It's very slow on land. It's all it's slimy. It's very much made for water. I feel like we're not understanding the assignment. Would you want to meet it alone in the woods? Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's made for land. If you ran into this giant dude with fangs and claws and flesh all over him, you would be like, to have you know that what? experience to know that it's to know that it's real. Yes. And since I could probably get away from you it, you would die before you wouldn't know. You think no, you could probably get away from a squig out of your mind. Yeah. Not a squig and a meekuck. Same thing. No, this thing's like glorby and big and gross and slow. We have, where does it say it's where does it say it's slow? Uh, I mean, it doesn't. It just says <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> All right. Uh, but it, OK, it's capable of borrowing underground, I guess. So maybe that's dangerous. But I don't know if we can borrow the, down like a video game character in like two seconds. This is like six for me again. It's like I, I'm with I'm with Alex. I'm a little lower than Alex. Actually, one hard one. I want to see I'm it. A five. I want to view it from a from behind a rock, you know, high up away from it where it's not threatened. One by of the me. images is this guy on a rock looking down like, hey, what's up? You're this guy would climb that rock and eat your face. I want to have plenty of distance between me and him. No reason for him to get involved with me. I don't think either of you understand. Haven't you ever had a magical experience in the woods with like a bear or something like that? Where no, because I'm not saw stupid. A bear far away. No, you know? no. I, you know, I'm just. It's happened. I, you know, it's 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 wonderful. It's nice. I can see it. It's I not wonderful. It. It's not that you you lucked out. That bear wasn't hungry. <laughs> I don't know. It, I, I'm just saying. You know, six. I'm a six. Six. I'm a five. Madness. I think I'm with. For the most part, though, I'm with you. Uh, you know the what only I mean? one like, so far you. is the dude with the sneakers that is worth hanging out with. <laughs> Everyone else is trying to kill you. The Adlet and Carta version. I want him though. I'd hang out with that dude. I'd let. I'd be like, hey, you want to hit this? <laughs> the Carta version. Yeah. Uh, the nice looking like, hey, one. Hey, you want you want to try Del Taco, bro? Come here. <laughs> you think Del Taco would win over any of the cryptids? A hundred percent. Agreed. You think so? Yeah, yeah, you get them a cheesy bean and rice burrito. They are your friend. They'll go gaga bananas for that shit. Yeah, they'll yeah. go gaga double double burger. Cryptids Light go gaga sauce. bananas for the for the uh, for the double dell cheeseburger with bacon. Oh my god! Yeah, get yourself right. a uh, actually just two normal del tacos. I think they're like a yeah. dollar nineteen. That'll set you right. That'll set you right. Yeah. <laughs> if you got less than ten dollars and you're in California, head to Del Taco. You'll be fine. You'll yeah. You'll eat like a king. This is not a brand deal, but we love you, Del Taco. It please could be, us, though. Please, we, please, please give us free food. Patreon.com slash yeah. pod. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. This next one is kind of like the last Strictly Land one that I'm going to be covering here. And this strictly is called Strictly Land. Strictly Land. Kikern. Q-I-Q-I-R-N. Kikern. Kikern. It's a large, bald dog spirit in Inuit mythology from oh, around shit. the area of, the ba- of Baffin Island. It has hair only on its feet, mouth, and the tips of its ears and tail. Oh, fuck. Its presence will send men and dogs into convulsions that are sometimes fatal. However, it is frightened of humans and will run away if an Anugakuk sees it, which uh, is, just so you know, is an Inuit intellectual and spiritual figure in the like Inuit culture. Like a shaman culture. type. Like a, yeah, like a, a medicine man, shaman. So they're scared of, of those things. Yes, they're scared of, they're scared they're of those. They're scared of uh, humans. They're scared of like human settlements and stuff like that. As long, only if there's an anger cook around it, will I they see. run away. Okay. A similar term also from Inuit mythology is a kilut, a malevolent earth spirit, which also appears as a hairless dog. Daniel Mer- uh, Merker suggested that it fits caused by the Kikern were allusions to shana, sh- shamanic initiations. This looks like 
if there was a Resident Evil thing. That's like yeah, a Resident it, Evil. This is dog. like the Snow Trooper version of the Resident Evil dog. This yeah. second one is like a fucking mummy dog. Yeah, yeah. This is a mummy dog. This is not even Resident Evil. This is just mummies alive. If it was dogs, that's a mummy Here, dog. That is a mummy dog. <laughs> yep. Here's the problem. You're trying to sell this to me as being some sort of like, uh, you know, dog creepy creature. Uh, these the Kakern are also a tribe in Final Fantasy 14. This is what I think of when I when I see them. Are these little guys? What the? F- and there's an entire tribe, and they're like your best friends. And they hang out with you. This is a ten. I would love that, to hang out. That's with like them. a yeah. That's like a Final Fantasy 14 character. Right it there. is. They are oh, okay. They, they are. literally. Yeah, that's okay. their name in Final Fantasy 14. I'm here for it. This one, I. This is not a ten for me. You said. In their presence, men and dogs convulse and possibly die, right? Yes, they're sometimes this one. This one I will skip. Because like I say, I'm not a fool. I'm just curious. And if if there's a chance that I'm going to just, in its presence, convulse and die, and my dog's going to die, I'm good. This has been my five minutes. Thank you. I cede the rest to the senator from California. That's you, Jesse. Sorry, I'm busy looking at Kikirin. They're very cute. Uh, uh, what, so what's your? Uh, it's a one for me. I don't want to see it. Uh, I don't want to turn it to a con- zero. Ten. You're gonna convulse into a fit, Jesse. No, no, no. I play a Lollafell. I'm not a human. Yeah, he's good. Oh, okay. So he's he's, I'm he's fine. immune. That's how it works. Yeah, I'm immune to it. Yeah, I'm immune to it. Huh? Yeah. All right. Well, good for you, I guess. I'm, I'm, a, kinda... I'm, a, I'm a zero on this. I'm a human. I'm as human as they yeah, come. Yeah, you guys would die instantly, but I'm a cute. Tiny cherub boy. The one that would literally ki- cause you to die just from seeing it is the one you want to meet. Yeah, and I am Lollafell, some would say, to my benefit. Well, on to the next one. Uh, this next one is, we're on, the, la- we're on the, the home stretch. This one's for you, Jesse. Oh, boy. Kalapiliwit. Oh, qual- 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 oh, that's a cute. Are, they are marine creatures from Inuit mythology. Nope. They are often nope. described as having scaly and bumpy skin, not unlike a sculpin. It is said that this, this is some Cthulhu elder beast. No, it's a water people. This is out. This is out. This is. It is said that these are is, ugly creatures. Awful. Okay. And they, they reek of sulfur, which is kind of weird because grays reek of sulfur. Uh, the Kalupiluk is a child snatcher. No one really knows why these creatures love to take children, though. Perhaps they take children because they're lonely and mm. like the company, or maybe they are like, they like how kids taste. Maybe they eat them. Maybe so they eat this the kids. is another vaguely gray-related creature that comes from under the water and kidnaps the fish person, abducts abducts children, abducts children because mm. maybe they're lonely. Mm. Uh, many stories of the Kalapiluk tell of them wearing either duck clothing or la- large pouches on their back to carry the children. The Kalapiluk hides in the ocean, waiting for children to play alone on the beach or near the breaking ice. Usually, the Kalapiluk jump out of the water and grab the children without any warning. Sometimes, however, you can hear them knocking under the ice. That's creepy as hell. You just, like look down, it's like they're oh, knocking. Oh, bro! It's a story to present I, cracking ice. Yeah, it, like... It, I know, yeah, yeah, exactly, because when you walk on ice, that noise, that knock is the shifting breaking ice mm-hmm. oh that's genius that's, do- I that's love doctor that. who too yeah i know some elders have said that if the ocean begins to become wavy in an area or steam begins to rise from the ocean a calipiluk might be hiding underneath the water it's literally a story to warn you not to die from yeah that's some great ass advice like don't walk on the ice don't get near the waves don't get near the steam yep. it makes sense 
Calipilius. Calipilius. These things are terrible looking. Oh yeah, they're they're spooky. They're very spooky. This they also kind of be... look like if you're gonna do like a like Marvel villain. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, extremely scary. Extremely scary. Or like a D and D thing. Oh yeah. I'm still, I'm still curious. I'm I'm gonna put it at like a three. No, this is a one. These things are terrifying. We're past childhood age though. Like they're not gonna scoop us up if we're near the ice. If we pop, and up, how big are they? Uh, I they're like human size. Yeah, I'm 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 I think I'd probably take this thing. Yeah, I mean I I think I'd I'd I'd, I'd give it a five. I would want to see it, but I'm I don't want to puke because it smells so bad. Because sure. they smell like sulfur. Remember, very gray. Which again is very gray alien. <laughs> very gray alien. Uh. Jesse, what was your ranking? Oh, one. These things are terrifying. Are you kidding me? Out of all the things we've seen, these actually look like monsters. They have the face of like one of the, you know, that meme, that scary meme with like the creepy eyes and the giant evil yeah. smile. Yeah. It that's looks like what, that that's thing. That's what's going on. Yeah. No, thank you. Really, really spooky. Well, the other one looks kind of like Abe Sapien in a sweater. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's one that looks like Abe Sapien. That's one drawing. One is like the really, the really like generous, like MMO race version. I'm looking at the, the Google image search of this thing. One looks like Grendel. Like yeah. these are not pleasant things. Bumpy skin. Although this one does look like our favorite character Squidward. This guy is just Squidward. Meow. SpongeBob. Oh no! Look at him. Oh my God! It is it's Squidward. He's like, I hate snowball fights, SpongeBob. All right, boys, I'm gonna end this one with just one more, and this is maybe the creepiest one for me, though it may not be what I would consider like the classically scariest one of them all. This is called the Ningen. N i n g e n. This is uh, one that is still being reported on today, today. Uh, and over the past few years. Rumors have circulated over in the Japan area about the existence of Japanese. uh, Yes. Of Arctic humanoid life forms inhabiting the icy waters of the Antarctic. Reportedly observed uh, on multiple occasions by crew members (laughs) of government operated whaling research ships. These so-called Ningen, which means human, are said to be completely white in color with an estimated length of 20 to 30 meters uh, can we get a translation on, on that in feet, uh, Dean? Cause I don't know what 20 to 30 meters is in feet. Uh, use Google. Cause I don't know. What is that? Like 90 feet? It's gotta uh, be big. 20 meters is 65 feet. Okay. So 20 to 30 meters is fucking huge. Yeah. Eyewitnesses describe them having a human shape, a uh, human like shape, often with legs, arms, and even five fingered hands. No way. Sometimes they're described as having fins or a large mermaid like tail instead of legs or even tentacles. The only visible or identifiable facial features are the eyes and mouth. According to one account, crew members on deck observed what they initially thought was a foreign submarine in the distance. When they approached, however, it became clear from the irregular shape of the thing that it was not man-made and it was this alive. This is what I was thinking about. This is what I was imagining earlier when I was describing like weird, am I seeing this snow creatures? Y- yeah, man. The creature quickly apparently disappeared under the water when it, they got close. Um, this got a ton of attention and the popular thread attracted the attention of many readers from outside the two channel community, which is where they initially got posted. And the November, 7th, two, uh, the November 2007 issue of MU Magazine a Japanese publication devoted to the study of paranormal phenomena, which featured an article about the Antarctic humans. 
The article speculated on the possibility of unidentified creatures inhabiting the southern seas, and it included a Google Earth screenshot showing what looks like a, a Ningen in the South Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Namibia. Uh, Nam, Nam, Namibia? Sorry, I apologize. There you go. You got Namibia it. is correct. Uh, to date. You got it. To date, no solid evidence has been presented to confirm the existence of the Ningen. The government is believed to have kept de detailed records of the sightings, but they have released no information to the public and have reportedly instructed eyewitnesses to remain silent. Very, very similar to how we believe the U.S. government handed like Roswell and things like that. Did you guys see the picture of the Google Earth one? If not, I'll get it for you right now. But this is the only photo that supposedly might be one of these things. Oh, it's not <laughs> I mean, quite. This I'm, looks yeah. like the X-Files. The other one that we have, though, looks pretty good. I don't know if that's artist rendering or what, but. Yeah, uh, artist rendering. I think that's an artist rendering. I don't know where Dean got that from, but. Uh, yeah, these both. These, these, are, these are pretty much what I was imagining. This is like, is it snow? Like, is it a thing? Is it like a psychically controlled pile of ice and snow? I, you know, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird looking. <laughs> I mean, the fact that it's like supposedly like alive and it like disappears under the water if you get too close is creepy. Uh, that's like my horror, my worst fear when it comes to like deep water is like things you can barely see and then they just yeah, disappear. No, no, that's, that's oh, I hate that shit. Here's the problem, though. Like always, when we find these images, I find one that makes me think, maybe it's not so bad. And I'm just going to send this to you because this thing sucks. This, this image, thing sucks. This dude is like, this dude's like, welcome to the water. Oh, hi, everybody. It's me. So, but the problem is, like, you meet it in the woods. Yes. Is it as scary? It, yeah, you know what? Still zero because it's like kaiju sized. So never mind. Yeah, this thing's huge. I, I, I don't no, want to meet this it's thing. Too, it's too. One. It's one. psychedelic. I'm, 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 this is my like. This is my classic six. I got I got I want to be. I want to catch a glimpse. You got to see it. I don't. I'll, I'll stay 400 feet away. You know. I'll see what's up. I'll be ginger. What? I don't get what. What do you mean you'll be ginger? I'll just be. I'll, I don't want to excite it. I just want to see it. You know what I mean? I don't want to. You know, okay. I want to have about as much interaction with it as a lion has at the zoo. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't want to bother it. I just yeah, want to yeah, see yeah. it. I mean, it might not notice you because you're going to be so small compared to it, but you might get stepped on I just on want to view it. So just be careful. You know, I'm, I'll, be, I'll be as safe as I can be. You know what I mean? Everything requires a little risk. I mean, I can't lie. If they were like, hey, man, there's a cryptid going to be out here. You want to see this thing? I would be like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. All right, I'm gonna bump it to a three. I don't. I, not, I'd still be scared for my life, but I, I, I'd go do it. There you go. And boys, that's where we're gonna wrap up our little episode here on the Inuit peoples, and that's not all of them. That's a lot more. Some of the Inuit peoples' uh, mythological uh, creatures from their religion, and as well as some cryptids in the area, uh, and one Japanese one uh, of the area. And I just their cr creatures are freaking cool, man. Like, we've done a lot of cryptid stuff, and there's a lot of similar ones. These felt unique in a lot of ways, barring the wolf. But the way the wolf dragged the soul out of the fucking pond to kill the dude was metal as hell. That's cool as I, shit. I really like the Ningen. I thought that was neat. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite I really one. really like that. Captured my imagination. Right? Yeah, me too. It's very imagination snatching. All of these, actually. The other one, too. The Ijirit? The Ijirit? What's it yeah, called? yeah, the Asia. I think that, that that one too. That's another one that's like, what the hell? That's awesome. So, what's your favorite one of this grouping? Then I'm gonna go with the uh, last one we just did as as the same thing as as Alex. favorite one. Um, I mean, like, look, the ones that look like they could be little Cthulhu children are pretty cool. 
Uh, but they're not my favorite. Obviously, my favorite is the dude who is just sporting his Nikes looking for a good time. That guy's great. I love that, too. I love it. The Bigfoot, the Neanderthal version of Bigfoot. It's like the rare car Yeah, but he's smart enough to wear shoes because it's cold out there. Yeah. Yeah, and he got moose skin shoes, and they look great. He could sell those and make money. Great. He could adapt to the real world and jump into capitalist society, no problem. Uh, that's, that's not what I was thinking, but... That's it for today's episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate and love you. We're off to go do a mini-sode for patreon.com slash IlluminatiPod, which is going to be me losing my mind about aliens. I know you that I can just, that's, that's the only guarantee I can make. Um, and then we're going to go record a rotten popcorn. And then next week, just a reminder, will be a mini-sode compilation. But for those of you who aren't part of the Patreon, Patreon you, uh, you know, brand new stuff for you guys. And uh, we'll be back the week after that with episode 199. Holy crap. Ooh. Okay, we're old, baby. Uh, we're old. We're only getting just getting started. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Over. Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside, indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside. And after a few moments, I hear my wife go, "Holy shit, get out here!" So I quickly dash back outside. And she's looking up at the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky. Bye.